Hello, you are listening to Mishmash. I am Mish Hancock. This is our second episode. In my first episode, I introduced myself. So we'll just go through that real quick. I'm a cheer mom. I'm a wife. I am the owner of 100th Monkey Media, which is a social media company. And I'm also the executive director of TEDx Gateway Arch. Yay, fun. And right now my guest is Ben Zuckerman. So let me tell you a little bit about Ben. He is a financial advisor, a super connector, a thought leader, an influencer, and he helps people achieve their goals personally and professionally. But he's also just an all around awesome guy. I know this for a fact. Hello, Ben Zuckerman. Hello, Mish. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm just fantastic. So thank you so much for being here. And you've got all these amazing things that you have done in your life that have brought you to this place where you are right now. It's been a squiggly journey and it, uh, I love every minute of it. I'm and sitting across from you right now, I wasn't expecting, Aww. but um, I think this is fantastic. Okay, I love squiggly journey. Yes. Because that's what it is, right? It's never a straight line. No. 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 And if you think it's a straight line, then you're not going to be a happy person. That sounds all too boring to me. <laughs> so a squiggly journey. So right now, financial advisor, mm-hmm. right? So you help people figure out what the heck to do with their money. You know, I kind of made uh, a roundabout circle to this because I kind of grew up as as a second generation advisor, I was um, the son of a person, you know, um, a, a Jones advisor that uh, really just embodied the um, the lifestyle. I knew it was there in the background and made my way, kind of blazed a few trails and kind of circled back to this lifestyle. So, but your trailblazing was really in the world of computers and internet and. Tell me about because this is interesting. I find this really interesting. What you what well, your background is? You there. know, it, it all just kind of happened by accident. My mom is an artist, so um, being the son of a financial advisor and and the son of an artist really gave me a unique perspective. No on kidding, life. you got both both sides of the brain. Right, absolutely <laughs> abstract and calculated, and I fall somewhere right in the middle. I feel I think it was a, a great benefit to be raised in that type of a lifestyle. But uh, she you know, back in the 90s, wanted to share her photos of her artwork to brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles across the the country when email wouldn't allow you to um, attach a large file or multiple large... Oh my gosh, email actually used to be that way. Right. So, uh, well, you know, she says to me one day, why don't you build me a website? Well, I don't know how to build a website. So I went down to the bookstore and got uh, um, HTML for dummies. HTML? I'm no way. HTML for dummies. I love it. About a weekend, we had a website up. About two weeks later, we started getting listings on Ask Jeeves, if you remember that. I'm yes. dating myself now. Oh my gosh. I forgot about Ask Jeeves. MSN, Yahoo were some of the dominant players. And we had number one, five, and seven listings on the search terms that we were targeting. and I'll be darned. Um, now, that was pre-Google, right? Because when pre, did Google come pre, out? That was pre-Google. It was early 2000s yeah. when, when Google came on the scene. Well, um, what was really interesting, you know, I brought her into into the office, which was her basement. And <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, you know, come take a look at this. And um, and she said, oh, that's kind of neat. Kind of neat. Mom, that's like awesome. <laughs> we are number one, five, and seven on page one of 
25 million competing pages for these search terms. So you're like, hey, I'm kind of onto something here. It was the birth of my first business. Ah, uh, I'll be done. How old were you? So I was, um, I, I had just turned 19. Oh my gosh. Yes. So um, started doing some consulting for different, um, different companies that, uh, I don't know if you've heard the joke, where's the best place to find a dead body? <laughs> Don't think I have. Well, it's on page two of Google. Ah, uh, so true. Right. So no I, one goes to the. I never go to the second page. Why would you? I just do a different search. Right. I figure, oh, my search wasn't good. That's right. And, yeah. And you know, people behave like that. So I would just go back a few pages on on the different engines and and call people up. Hey, saw you were buried down here. Would you like a little help getting to the top? Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, How awesome. You know, that was the beginning of my, my squiggly journey. Uh, a company that I was, I was doing some consulting work for out of Austin, Texas, called me up um, probably about three months into our contract. They said, Ben, we don't know what you're doing. But we, we want you to come do it full time. Oh, how cool. <laughs> so um, at the time, my girlfriend and I packed up and took the dog and moved to Texas. Oh, my God. And Austin, which is like not like Texas. Oh, my gosh. It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's so different. It's like an oasis in Texas. It's, yeah. It's just I love a Austin. melting pot of weird and awesome and innovation. And uh, oh, it's just fantastic. Now, did you see the bats? Oh, yeah. I love the bats. Bats are great. It's the Congressional Bridge, right? Yes, that's right. It's the Congressional Bridge, and bats dig it. Bats all hang out underneath that bridge, and then at twilight, Mm -hmm. you go and you watch. I mean, it is a stream of black. It's awesome. If you wanted to relive the Batman scene, (laughs) you know, where Michael Keaton has all the the bats flying around him, it'd be the perfect place to do it. It's cool. It's so neat. I love bats because bats eat mosquitoes Mm -hmm. and I pretty much hate mosquitoes. Yeah. So it's one of those, it's one of those animals that when I, when I get to heaven, which I I really do think I'm going to get there, I can be like, God, what's up with the mosquito? What what purpose do they serve? Can't, couldn't you come up with something different for bats Mm. to eat instead of something? And we, you know, why do we need them? We we, we don't, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm sorry, mosquitoes. I just, I can't, I can't value you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we we, we would be better off without. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So I find this really interesting because now Mm -hmm. SEO, the whole search search engine optimization, and then you hear people go, oh, that's going by the wayside. And they're like, oh, no, it's all about your social signals that you send out there to Google. It's all about the social media. It's so convoluted and difficult. I mean, it's it's really grown into a whole other place. That's what I think. But what do you think? Because you've, you've seen it from the it's, beginning. You're right. You know, it, it's always evolving. And if you're if you're not staying on top of the trends, then then your pages are being pushed to the bottom. and They become um, invisible. You, you, you have to stay relevant just with every, everything and anything in life. I would, I would say it applies. But this is the digital version. If your content is stale and static, you know, what is compelling somebody to come exactly. and read and engage and be part of your, your little sphere and your world there? But if you can if you can touch somebody and bring them in, then then you're having a conversation. And right. what's, you know, what's well, that's what that? social is, right. right? It's all about having a conversation. Absolutely. You know, because remember when it first came out, there were so many people that were still that using it as a way to advertise constantly. Mm. And you're like, no, 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 because now we don't have to. We don't have to. You know, it's not like you're on TV and adver- yelling at me. It's it's a two way conversation. It is. So you don't you don't just advertise to me all the time, or else I 
won't like your page and be a part of your world. Yeah, it makes, makes us go away. Yeah, have yeah. fun with it. Yes. You know what else we have to talk about? What's that? You and I are mm-hmm. very involved with TEDx Gateway Arch. Oh my gosh. Are we loving it? It's an, it, I've, TED organization has always been a passion of mine, just reading and following all of the different uh, speakers from around the world. And uh, when I found out that you had something <laughs> going here in St. Louis, um, if I remember correctly, I, I, I think I had an epiphany. You did. It was a moment. It was a moment. It was a, it, you know, it, it was a pivotal moment where I, I, was, I just I had to be part of this. How can I get involved? I loved it. it yes. is, okay, I have to, it's one of my favorite moments hmm. Because we, it was at the Sheldon Theater. Mm-hmm. It was at the up, upstairs where there were some exhibitors and yeah. such. And I saw you sitting at a table by yourself. Yes. But you just kind of looked very absorbed and there was a lot going on, I could tell. And I saw you and I'm like, Ben, how are you? And you just, it's like you couldn't talk at first. You're like, Mish, I just have to get involved. I was beaming. With music to my ears. It was I, I, awesome. So much fun. And we've had we've had a great time since. Oh my gosh. The people that are that are part of this organization, the things that we're we're trying to create and, and do for um, the community and the city, it's it's just inspiring. Right. I think, we, I think we get it's to contagious. show off St. Louis. We get to show the off the best of the best of the city. It's fantastic. It's like innovation capital I. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk a bit more about TEDx and all kinds of things with Ben Zuckerman. We'll be back in just a moment. Get raw with chaos on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. at studiocradio.com. Hello, we are back. Uh, I am Mish Hancock. You are listening to Mishmash, where we meet the weird, wacky, and wonderful people that I adore and want to learn more about. We're here today with Ben Zuckerman. Oh, wow. I am honored to fall into the weird, wacky <laughs> family. It's, um, I, it's good I feel weird. home. Oh, absolutely. I have to say it's good, weird, good, wacky, not is- like crazy running around naked in the streets wacky, oh, just no. good, wacky. <laughs> no, good, wacky are my people. So I have a... We were talking about TEDx, but I, I want to go back into your career world. Oh, sure. And I was looking at LinkedIn. How would you like to speak about psychic access? Psychic access? Oh, my gosh. You that's have a, to tell me. So I did that's not, a blast from the past. I did so not know this. I'm looking I'm like, what the heck is that? Well, we must talk about this, mm. Ben. <laughs> so this was a fun little project that just got floated to me from somebody that was uh, passionate about uh, launching a digital version of the old Miss Cleo numbers. Like, I love it. Right? So, um, you know, uh, at the time I was still doing uh, a fair bit of search engine um, infrastructure and, and consulting in, in building out these these um, different landing pages and uh, places for, to generate traffic and interest. So uh, I just took some took this contract on and it was just a blast the the company grew just leaps and bounds we are they had still around still around we, we had over a hundred um, psychics on 24 hours a day and you could dial in and webcam and uh, talk to them on the phone or or um, over the the portal at the time and really this was cutting edge stuff we're talking early 2000s right. and uh, and you know it was it was such a neat community and um uh, I helped. Uh, I helped. I helped that company. You know, build their affiliate base and and um, also just you know kind of 
get some exposure. They've, they've been around 10 plus years now. I'll be darned. So mm-hmm. did you ever, did you ever call in or did you ever get to talk to a psychic? Um, you know, I, <laughs> I didn't actually, uh, I, I spoke with some of them from, you know, administrative standpoint and, uh, but, uh, you know, in hindsight, I wish I did because the first time that I did s- sit with a psychic, uh, and, and I'm a skeptic by nature in, in, everything that I do and right. everything that everybody does. I, I want to question until I get to the core of it. And um, I always thought it was, huh, you know, kind of one of those things. I'm and telling you, you cannot deny that some people have that sense. They yes. just, they just, they have the vibe somewhere. The intuition was there. Yeah. I, I sat down at, at um, actually one of our first uh, TED events, the TED Connect event, where we had uh, oh, the, right. the fortune teller right. bar and, and those psychics sitting there, I got a chance to sit down and, and talk with one. And, I'll, you know, I went in as a skeptic. I turned my name badge around. I, I hid all identifying clues of personality, right, put right. everything in my pockets. And I was like, all right, let's see what this person has to say. And, and um, I got to tell you, I was just, I was really blown away by it's impressive. the intuition that this, this, this lady had and, um, there were a lot of neat things that were laid out in front of me. Some of them seem to be really on point. So, well, and, um, and I think the thing people have to understand is it's you have a choice. Yeah. So you know, I think sometimes it's quite kind of a all right. Here's what I'm seeing. You know, but you have that choice. It was like I see you moving to wherever. You know, well. Maybe that seems to make sense at a time, but things may change and it doesn't make sense. You have the choice to actually move there or not, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. You know, oh, cool. I didn't it, know you sat down with I've never had the chance yet to do that. At a it was TEDx pretty event, neat. So. It was pretty neat. And my work with Psychic Access was um, just another gift in the digital world to understand what it was like to be, you know, on, on both sides of the fence running running um, an online business, growing uh, an affiliate base, things like that, right, as right. well as being on the other side and uh, what's it look like from a consumer side. So it, it just another layer in the um, the squiggly path that and gave me some insight. Another interesting thing that you have done, Ben Zuckerman. <laughs> Can I ask you a wacky question? I, I love asking wacky questions. I, I love answering so, them. So I have some wacky questions for you. And my first question is, what do you most wish you could get paid to do? Oh, wow. Mm. Like if you totally could get paid to do something. It doesn't have to be different, but yeah, maybe um, different than what you're doing now. Uh, I, I could get paid to ba- build Legos. <laughs> Uh, are you are you an avid Lego person? I am. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's Lego therapy. It <laughs> I really, love it. <laughs> and it's something I do with the family, and you know, uh, my son and I build together. And uh, now, do you build by instruction, or do you also go off and be all creative and make your own things? Oh, absolutely both. Absolutely. Do you know Pat Hahn? I don't. Pat Hahn is a friend of mine, and I'm no kidding. I noticed the other day on. Um, on Facebook, that he had bought an old table and took out what used to be, I would guess, it used to be the um, the glass that yeah. fit into the table, and he made that into a whole Lego board. That's awesome. Isn't that a great idea? Great idea. I love it. Yes. So what is your most favorite Lego Build. creation? Well, we are about a week in on the Lego Death Star right now. Ooh, you know, that's so. a hefty one. It is. How many pieces? Uh, th- just a bit over three thousand. It hurts my head. Yeah. I, 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 it would be too daunting for me. Yeah. So it's um, you take it in bites, and 
Um, it and, takes patience. Yeah. I'm bad at patience. Do you do, <laughs> do, you do puzzles? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Again, patience. Yeah. Like, I like boggle. It's three minutes. Sure. <laughs> you can do three minutes of boggle. You can do another three minutes. And then it's like, I can't play Monopoly. My yeah. daughter likes Monopoly. That's too long for me. Yeah. By the end, she owns everything anyway. So my, she's got hotels everywhere. My wife said, you know, in another life, she thinks I was a jeweler. Really? Just for the fact that, you know, I can hone in on a very tiny little space and work that space for hours on end. So really? I, f- I, I fell in love with RC hobbying. Um, remote control. Remote control. Yeah. So like any particular kind of vehicle. Are you building yes. drones? Building I would like all. you to build some drones. I, I've, we've we've <laughs> can, probably got 10 Can we have drones at our, at our next TEDx event? Yes. Seriously? Yes, absolutely. I've, I can't wait to get them out and fly them. And my son oh and I do gosh. them together because, you know, um, I, I, I want to raise him to understand how things work from the inside out. Instead of going and buying a remote control car, which crashes and then breaks and then right. it's the end of it. Well, if you know how the inner workings... Um, you can make your own stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Right, And he could like become an engineer. That's exactly engineering where we're going. Engineering minds are very... I, I love the engineering mind. I mm-hmm. don't have that, but I find it fascinating. I love it too. He loves it, and we have fun together. You know, so very um, cool. Yeah, Legos. Have you been to Legoland? We have. We went to Florida over the summer. So the to, monstrous, huge. Yes. I mean, can you even imagine? So yeah. So then that would be a fun thing to be paid for is to make those humongous creations, right? Or just be like a study, yeah, where people could come and just watch you. Well, you know, I've heard there are, there are what they call master builders out there. Really? And these are the ones that create all the designs, and they they get a paycheck to to come up with these different Lego scenes. And um, I don't know, it'd, it'd be fun. That's very interesting. Yeah. You should start taking pictures of your designs and sending them to the master Lego people. Right. <laughs> right. Or start a podcast. Well, no, you probably have to do something on video so people could see. Sure. <laughs> It'd have to be, you know, time-lapse. Yeah, right. Because people wouldn't, well, I don't know. They have webcams. That's true. You know, where they're like, Mm. look at the baby birds in the nest. And, Mm. you know, that would be kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Or Periscope every once in a while. All right. I have another question. My next question is, okay, what is the most ridiculous health advice you've ever heard? Or just like, really, I don't think I need to do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. You know, I think, or maybe one that you don't follow. Like, like okay. they always say, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I never eat breakfast, right. and I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, I don't feel the need to. I'm not hungry, so why should I eat anything? Hmm. You know, I think I could jump off the conspiracy end of of the of the health <laughs> world. So, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I I think we might need a few more hours in this podcast. Okay. Well, we won't have hours, but I think what we can do is let's take a break okay. and then we will we will come back and we will talk about conspiracy theories and health world. I'm this is going to get good. Uh-oh. All right, we'll be right <laughs> back with Ben Zuckerman. Today's show is sponsored by Elizabeth Smith with Remax Results. Liz sells STL. Her background is in service, so her goal is to serve others and ease you through the big process of buying or selling a home. You can find Liz at 314-807 3659. Okay, we are back. This is Mish Hancock with Mishmash, and we are talking with Ben Zuckerman. Okay, we started talking about crazy health advice, which started going into conspiracy theories. Yeah. Let's hear it, Ben. So, um, 
I'm, I'm one of these strange water drinkers. Like, I, I won't go out and just drink water. I, <laughs> I fear my ice cubes and, <laughs> and, and other things that are out there. I and, do not know this. I've never noticed this about well, it's you. it's true. It's true. And, and, you know, I have to cope with the fact that, you know, if I'm going to drink an iced tea, it's made with water that doesn't fit my formula in, in my head. And, um, what and, is your strange water? Well, uh, you know... We're diving down that conspiracy <laughs> zone, um, you know. Like, do you think it's brainwashed me or something? The water a I drink. Pit. Ooh. I think it's it's somewhere down those lines of um, fluorinated water. Water. Uh, we can. Well, see, I'm on well water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, You're I safe. live I live out in the country, so I'm on well water. So, and 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 don't throw me under the bus for this, but fluoride does three things for our body. The first thing it does is it can strengthen our bones mm-hmm. and strengthen our teeth. Second thing it does is it inhibits brain development. Really? And the third thing it does is it makes you sterile. So oh. if we go down the rabbit hole in the Nixon era, there was a there was a man in the cabinet that had to do with population control, right hand of Nixon. Really? Yeah. And um, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we have like seven billion people on the planet now? Right. Well, the rest of the countries didn't listen. Right. But um, what? What? Uh, you know, if you're able to have a, a population that is not um, naturally thriving because they're easy to control. Ah. So okay. So off, and then do off fearful. The ledge of and the then do, then do fearful. There. So okay. So what kind of water should I? Not well water. I mean, I should be drinking well water, not fluorinated water. Do you drink bottled water? If it's reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis. I've heard of this. You yeah. can get one put into your house. Yeah. So it's what it's what clouds do. You know, ah. it's it's nature. It, when when it evaporates, goes up in the clouds, it naturally pur- purifies the the water and then back down to earth, like so, like Mother Nature intended. This is reminding me of a um, movie mm-hmm. called Water. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? I haven't. Okay, so the, in the movie, they talk about how water, natural water flows. You know, so try, stagnant water is bad. You know, the good water to be drinking is kind of like alive. It's flowing. Mm-hmm. But in that movie, they also talked about, and I actually interviewed this gentleman a long time ago. He is he has since passed, but his name is Mas- Masaru Emoto. Mm-hmm. And what he could do is he figured out a way to instantly freeze water so that he could look at the water crystals. Mm -hmm. So he would take water and he would be like, okay, this water, we're going to play the Beatles to this water. And this water, we're going to play like a death metal scary band. Oh my gosh. And then he would freeze the water crystals and the one, like what the water that heard the Beatles, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, well-formed water crystals. The one that heard death metal, I want to kill you and hate you, blah, blah, blah. That was malformed. It was it was really interesting, and and it said a lot about we as people who are I don't know like seventy percent water or something. Right. right? Well, it says a lot about what are you listening to in the news? What are you you know what kind of music are you listening mm-hmm. to? What kind of people do you surround yourself with? What kind of energy are you absorbing? Exactly. There was a, a rice test on Facebook just last week, I think, that um, a man um, somewhere in Asia had three three buckets of rice. One, he told it, I love you every day. Uh-huh. The next bucket, he said, you're an idiot. And then the third bucket, he ignored. Um, the I love you bucket thrived. Thrive. Yep. The idiot bucket um, rotted and the ignored bucket um, decayed. 
because because that's the thing. Like they they'd say that even with kids, like kids would rather you give them some attention, even if it was negative, rather than just ignoring them. Right. Like being ignored, and you know, kind of like oh, I don't want to have anything to do with you is the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. That is, I think I think that Dr. Emoto did that as well, where he would talk to the water. He'd be like, "I love you. You're so beautiful. You're the best water ever." And then do the same thing, like have amazing. Be, isn't that interesting? So neat. So water's a thing. Yeah, water's a thing. Water's a thing. Yeah. And, you know, it says a lot about um, the the conversations we have, the people we surround ourselves with, you know, that uh, that whole idea of law of attraction, you know, um, positivity attracts right. positivity, negativity. Now, how about coffee? Will you go get coffee at Starbucks or Caldi's if, or do you do. test their I've water? I've got to live a relatively <laughs> normal life. Because you can't live without, I mean, coffee to me is just the nectar of the gods. You yeah. have to have coffee. I've got, I've got, I've got water buckets in place at all my places. So really? I've got my own dispensing system at my home, at my <laughs> office. I love I've it. I've converted my parents and my in-laws. And so wherever I go most frequently, I'm pretty safe. So if I invite you over a lot, I'll get a reverse osmosis machine out of the deal. Okay. Okay, good. You yeah. want to come over this weekend? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. I love it. All right. I have, I have yet another interesting, here's your third interesting question. Oh, wow. Your wacky question. Yeah. What do you think outer space smells like? It's funny you ask that. I read something just recently that no, you smells did not. like like raspberries and oh uh, gosh. Okay, I something. heard something different. I heard it smells like burnt cookies from you, some Russian lady that has billions of dollars and got to go up in a space station somewhere. I don't know. Raspberry tell me. What, who who found this out? I don't know. It's so so. I believe there was some science behind it that the elements in the Milky Way are the same components that you find in this in this um, the flavors of raspberries. Really? Yes. I kind of like the idea of it smelling like raspberries. I do too. That seems interesting. But how would you know? Because you can't be like whooping off your space right. hat. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe one day. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. How it makes it more inviting. So I, I made I make kombucha. Do you know what kombucha I is? I don't know what that is. Kombucha is a fermented tea. And it's, it's well, I will tell you, honestly, the making of kombucha, if you see the jar you're making in it, it actually looks like you might be making your own Frankenstein monster. Mm. It's just not attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. If you're like, here, have a kombucha. And if they saw where, it, they'd be like, that's just kind of scary, Mish. Please don't give it to me. Mm. But um, it's a fermented tea. And you use a thing called a SCOBY, which I cannot remember what it stands for. But you've got this SCOBY in there and you got your tea in there and, sh- you know, put sugar in the tea, but the sugar burns off. And it's not alcoholic, but just has a fizziness to it. I love it. It kind of tastes vinegary. Yeah. It tastes clean to me, but some right. people just absolutely hate it. But I ventured into raspberry kombucha last weekend. Mm. So we shall see if I feel all spacey after right. I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I look at raspberries and I'm thinking, like, does it have a universal structure to it that we don't know? Probably. It probably does. It's That's, like, here's what the universe actually looks like is a big raspberry. Yeah. When You know, if we could like really take the God look at it. Well, you know, yeah, I look at all of the things that I have in my life. And if there was a little bit more raspberry with it, <laughs> I'd be see? okay. I, it's... It, that's what the world needs right now. It's a little raspberry. bit more raspberry. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. What subject have we not covered that we should totally cover today? Oh, boy. Well, um, like what's something you would just, like, family, friends, new adventures, mm. favorite place you've ever visited? What, what, what should we talk about? 
Well, you know, I, I love all of the above, but, um, you know, something that's, that's really interesting right now, I, I would say um, something that's multi-generational and, and I'll fall right into the Star Wars nerd zone and, <sighs> and talk about that endlessly. Talk about, did you like, we can't, no, we can't do spoilers just in case, no, as people's right. wait for the video or what have you, but, oh, yeah. but did you like the movie? I loved it. I did too. I've only seen it twice. Oh, I've only seen it once, but I really liked it. Why don't people like it? There's a lot of people dissing it. Well, you know, I think that's out there with everything. But, uh, you know, I, I loved the the history and the the um, nods that they did to to some of the the older. Yes, uh, I think J.J. Abrams did a great job of did. that. I, I love him. You know, he was a TED speaker, too. No. Yeah. He talk- okay, I got to. I know I should know that. He talks about the mystery box. And J.J. Uh, uh-huh. Abrams, w- when he was a child, bought a mystery box from a magic store. And inside of the mystery box was all sorts of interesting things, but he never found out because he wanted it to remain a mystery. So he never opened this box that he has in his office and he's carried with him since he was a child. And that is his inspiration for all of his directing is that what's inside is of the box. And and that's kind of his motivation. And um, go look it up. It's a, it's, right. a great ta- it's a great talk. I will totally look that up. And then we are out of time. And I guess oh, this no. has been so much fun. It has. Thank you, thank you, thank you oh my so gosh, much. Thank I you. appreciate you being here. I love and adore you. Awesome. Thank you all out there for listening to Mishmash, and I will see you at another time. Everybody have a good one. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Once Upon an Occasion, talent at its best to entertain your guests. Invite your favorite character or have vocalists attend your next event. Check them out at team.ouao at gmail.com or teamouao.wix.com. Tune in on Thursdays at 11 a.m. for Cat's Closet at StudioCRadio.com.